Welcome to episode 272 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. My name is Melissa Ellis and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country. And I am Ollie Spake and I'm coming from Dharawal country along with the cicadas too, Mel. Oh, that's nice. Well, you may get a little helping of chihuahua barking in the background. Yes, Yes, yeah, see, it's not it's not a sole effort. This we have a lot of help. Teamwork. Yes, <laughs> and uh, so I, I didn't adventure this week, Ollie. So I really don't have a lot to offer. But what about you? Well, great uh, parkrun adventurers that we are. I also didn't adventure. <laughs> I was, however, uh, run directing back at Shell Harbour, and we did have a little bit of a, a challenge in that there was no cafe. Um, so our beloved cafe at the moment has closed and there's a bit of uncertainty as as to whether the cafe is going to be able to reopen the farm the farm cafe so thankfully i had forward notice um and was able to forewarn everyone to prepare their own coffee shots but you know for someone who is quite accustomed to being able to just walk straight in and grab a coffee i know first world problems hopefully we'll be able to get them back or find another solution but it's looking a bit tricky mel Oh, that's a shame. I might lose a bit of my park run shine on Saturday mornings without that caffeine. Don't you have a fancy coffee machine at home where you can <laughs> prepare your own to go? I do, but I'm continually you know, just trying to sort of balance it between the endorphins of, of a park run morning and the, uh, the buzz of the caffeine high. And uh, sometimes it needs a bit of finessing and I go for the second coffee. So, yeah, life's tough. Oh, dear. Yes. But... Mel, unlike last week, which was a thoroughly interesting podcast for anyone that does follow music festivals, (laughs) this week we actually have people talking about parkrun. So coming up in the episode, uh, we will have an interview with uh, Erkan Burdick, the event director of the brand new Wentworth Common Parkrun up in Sydney, and a couple of roving reports as well as the informant. So uh, rest assured, someone did adventure, someone is talking about parkrun. That's good. We have to fly on the shirt tails of others. Teamwork, as we say. Is that the right analogy? I think it is. Coat tails, shirt tails. Oh, you you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, we all do. That's fine. But... To recap a few things from last week, Ollie, uh, Richard posted on our page and said, for those playing along at home on the 5K app, have you noticed the slight change to date bingo? It's changed from running a park run to attending a park run, meaning that volunteer days count toward your bingo. Now, I had a few people point this out to me, Ollie. This is a big change and a lot of adventurers are very excited about this. Yes. Has it bumped you up a little bit, Mel? (laughs) I haven't even looked. (laughs) You know, I don't really follow a lot of those types of challenges. I'm just a purist, Ollie. I just like to go to new events. I don't really get too involved in all the other challenges that are around. But I appreciate that some people do, and this was noteworthy. Absolutely. Look, like you, I'm going to use the purist term, but I will say I'm probably ignorant. I'm now on 307 of 366 days, so I'm predicting that, well, I'm I'm assuming is probably the right term, that that actually helped me. So thanks, guys, Uh, and it's nice to see some good recognition for the volleys in there. And also, Ollie, we heard from Alison this week who tipped us off on uh, a new thing to do, I suppose, park run-themed thing to do called Park Rundle. Now, are you... Have you been doing Wordle, Ollie? 
Well, I can now confidently say yes because I downloaded it <laughs> about an hour ago <laughs> and I'm not terribly good. Right. No success yet. I haven't been doing Wordle, but from, from what I gather and a little bit of investigating um, I had previously done, it's sort of like – it's sort of like a, a modern-day digital version of Hangman where you have mm. to guess mm. a word by suggesting letters and then as they populate, uh, you get a clue as to what the word could possibly be. So I haven't done it, uh, but it's flooding my social media feeds at the moment. I have a lot of friends very excited about such things. Anyway, Alison got in touch and she wrote me a little brief, so I'll read it to you. Have you seen Wordle? It's a word game where you have six chances to guess a five-letter word. Well, there's now a Parkrun version. It's called Parkrundle and it's based in the UK, so only good if you know UK event names. Mm. In this version, the name can be up to nine letters long. You type in your guess and you get hints as to whether you've got the right letter in the right place, a correct letter but in the wrong place, and which letters don't appear at all. There's only one a day, so it doesn't take too much time out of your day. So I guess it's kind of like probably older generations would have a constitutional to do the crossword every morning mm, mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. the paper. Yep. It's kind of like that, isn't it? Yeah, and I love it. I, again, I don't have the skill for it, uh, so I'm, I'm sure that it will take quite a lot of effort to build the skill for Wordle and especially for Park Rundle. I need to, to brush up on my UK events. Do you think it matters if we can't pronounce them? <laughs> <laughs> Probably less so than when we talk about them on a podcast, but yes. Uh, but thank you, Alison. Yes. See, I see these as the perfect games. Now, I'm trying to spruik the public transport side of things here, maybe a hidden agenda there, but I think it would be lovely to sit on a train or a plane and play these games. It sounds really peaceful, actually. You should probably give context to the... <laughs> uh, public transport hint that you just dropped, Dolly. Why don't? Because um, we did discuss late last year that you changed jobs. But would you like to tell everybody more about your new role? Ah, well, look, uh, I'm not sure what I said previously, but I did change roles. It was um, a bit of a change from the aged care sector, which thoroughly enjoyed, but naturally is uh, is a sector full of amazing people that I have a lot of respect for and yeah, a lot of, I guess, uh, pain seeing that the, the challenging times that, that they've all been through. So it was difficult to say goodbye to aged care. But yes, public transport, the illusion being I am now working for New South Wales Transport. So yes, working as a part of the New South Wales Transport Regional Transport Group. So looking at those public transport uh, improvements across the network and for me, Mel, just seems like the perfect excuse to go and travel to some regional New South Wales park runs. I think so. And you can be the man on the ground and trying to help the adventurers get uh, good public transport to their events. Yes, yes, I'll do my best. (laughs) I'll do my very best. But yeah, needless to say, uh, it's early days, so uh, I've got to get out there, got to live it, got to, got to experience it. Uh, and one such place to travel to, Mel, mm-hmm. how's this for a segue? In response to last week's episode, you know, maybe I lied a bit when I said this wouldn't be as much about music festivals. Chris <laughs> Fraser on Facebook did provide us a response with some handy tips as well. Another music option for you, he said, Mudgy. 
a day on the green, plus wineries, plus hot air ballooning, plus park run. Not necessarily in that order. I did Mudgy prior to Billy Thorpe and George Thorogood. He did go on to add in a separate comment, actually, I saw them at Barrel, which also has a park run. I saw Hoodoo Gurus at Mudgy. They're all over Australia, different lineups at different times. And yes, speculating there that it's probably on hold, of which many events are. So some Mm. good options there, Mel. Oh, yeah. Something to put on the list for Mm. potential later in the year. I've I've actually got a couple of, well, we've got Palm obviously coming up, Ollie, and uh, also got um, an adventure in the planning stages for Easter. Mm. So, uh, yeah, that is a good option for the latter part of this year. Yeah. Isn't it nice to be planning adventures again? It is. It is. It really is. Mm. We'll enjoy that as long as we can. However, I suppose it's time to to listen to our interview, Mel. Uh, I think that's a good idea, Ollie. Let's uh, let's have a listen to you and Erkan. Our guest this week has completed 210 parkruns and recently became the event director at one of Australia's newest parkruns, Wentworth Common. He has completed 52 different parkrun events and volunteered on 54 different occasions, I believe. Welcome to the podcast, Erkan Bodek. Thanks, Ollie. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much for your time. It's great to get a chance to chat to you when you know, we've had some exciting developments in the Sydney parkrun world in particular. So, yeah, I'd love to hear more about that. But uh, given we've got a chance to speak to you, I'd love to start with your journey. So, um, yeah, well, could you please kick us off and let us know when and how you discovered parkrun? Um, look, after attempting to run consistently for 10 to 15 years, and the most I could usually do was five kilometres, um, I'd just gotten back from a nine-week overseas holiday in early 2016 um, where much food and drink was consumed and I had a look at myself in the mirror and I gave myself one last chance to do this running thing properly, to lose some weight and to get fitter. So I started running three to four times a week, um, usually at the western end of Olympic Park in Sydney, which is only a few kilometres from home. Actually, the spot I was running uh, from is maybe less than half a kilometre from my current home park run, which obviously didn't exist back then. Um, anyhow, after five or so months of consistent running, which allowed me to go from 90 kilos to about 75 kilos and about seven minutes quicker for 5K, um, I thought doing a 5K fun run would be nice. Um, so I did some Googling and the first thing that popped up was next Saturday, park run. The following Saturday, park run. Every Saturday for the rest of the year was park run. So I thought, okay. So the closest one um, was actually just on the other side of Olympic Park. So suffice to say, um, I was addicted after one week. Um, and actually since that first week, which was back in uh, September 2016, I've only missed um, two park runs, which was early on because of bad weather. Not that this would stop me now. Uh, and I missed two weeks when I went overseas for five weeks, um, so I still managed to tick off three runs while I was away. I've also missed a few weeks when other running events have clashed with Park Run on the same day. But, um, yeah, I haven't missed a week since, um, I think, mid to late 2017. Look, that's impressive and, and well done. Uh, it's amazing how the bug catches when it really catches. And uh, and, yeah. and the, I think that the bar shifts, doesn't it? The definition of bad weather seems it to evolve with parkrun. Definitely, run. definitely. 
And look, despite well over 100 park runs at your home, which uh, I understand was Rhodes Park Run, yep. you still managed to visit over 50 different park runs. Um, so, I mean, many there to talk about, but throughout that, have you ticked off or do you still have any specific goals? Oh, look, my main goal is just to tick off as many different events as possible over time and just to be able to enjoy the variety of courses out there and just to see how event teams do things differently. Um, aside from that, no sort of specific goals. I did notice, incidentally, you are a pirate, so uh, well done. <laughs> Cheers. And two off the uh, stopwatch bingo as well. Yeah, it's been a bit of a tough one to tick off. I don't want to cheat, but yeah. Ah, uh, so you're a purist, yes. <laughs> Correct. And you mentioned along there as well that you have managed to visit some park runs overseas, which I understand were in the UK and Sweden. What were they like and which ones were they? Yeah, I mean, I was conscious of not going too much out of my way to get to an event whilst I was on holidays. And luckily, two of the three events I did overseas were only a couple of kilometres away uh, in Edinburgh and Stockholm. But I did make sure I got to Bushy Park Run when I was staying in central London, uh, even though it involved a 90-minute journey from accommodation to the start line. Um, I did make sure I also wore my apricot top with my home event on there. Um, And I did get a few inquiries from fellow park runners at the events I I did go to when I was overseas, yeah. Excellent. Hopefully some budding tourists when conditions are a little more favourable for that form of park run tourism. Absolutely. Uh, look, it must have been quite an experience. That, that time of year would have been, uh, was it autumn? Um, it was in September and October. So what's that? Yeah, yeah, just yeah, after the, autumn, the northern yeah. summer. Yeah. So fairly favourable conditions for a northern park run, I believe. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, look, I will ask you for a top three at the end, but we'd love to hear about the baby of Sydney park runs, Wentworth Common. Uh, can you tell us? How did the idea and location come about? Um, looks, it's, it's been great to see participation numbers increase just in general over the last few years, um, but this has also meant some congestion for certain locations, especially my former home park run at Bicentennial Park, um, also known as Rhodes Park Run. So part of the reason was to take a bit of pressure off their numbers. Olympic Park also has so many nice paths for running and walking and I've occasionally run through the section of which is now Wentworth Common Park Run. Um, It's a bit of a hidden secret in the area, um, as other parts of Olympic Park are much more popular with walkers, runners and cyclists. So I had tentatively thought of pursuing an event at that location back in early 2020 without acting on it, but when the Sydney Olympic Park Authority, um, who are landowners of part of the Rhodes Park Run course, um, mentioned to us at the Rhodes event team, about whether we'd be interested in having another event within the park, I jumped at the opportunity, um, this was early 2021, um, especially given how difficult it can be to convince landowners uh, to obtain permission to have a park run event. Yeah, well and truly. Yeah. And that's been an interesting time to establish a park run, obviously with all the disruptions that we have had. So what's been the experience like in starting up during COVID times? Oh, look, the biggest thing I've noticed uh, is that numbers across most events in Sydney are down, you know, by 30 to 50% for some events, which is fair enough uh, given the current level of case numbers. Mm. This has also made it a bit more challenging to find volunteers. And again, I'm referring to most events. So 
The biggest challenge, I think, is to make sure physical distancing and good hygiene are being practiced. Yeah, and you know, fortunately, I think there are a lot of understanding park runners out there um, who you know have had the opportunity to weigh up. I think you know how to approach it and the the meaning of park run to them. So you know, I think you know we owe a lot to our community for being understanding and coming on the journey and supporting us with these practices as well. Absolutely. And the course, yes, I have been there and thoroughly enjoyed it, but perhaps you can give us a bit of an auditory tour of the course and its highlights, please. Yeah, so to start off with, I had roughly 10 different versions of a potential course. I would imagine, yeah. <laughs> um, some were tougher than others in terms of elevation gain, uh, complexity and requiring more marshals, and some involved running beside the road for small portions. I wanted to avoid repeating parts of the course or, God forbid, a two-lap course, making sure the start point was close to toilets, free car parking and covered seating were also important factors. Um, So with the final course, we start off with what's called Wentworth Loop, which is roughly uh, an 850-metre loop which contains both trail and a bitumen path, and you can choose where you want to run as they are side by side. After about a lap and a bit, We enter the main path, which is my favourite part of the course. It's very shaded. There's a small swamp on one side, lots of trees, and it's super quiet. So you pretty much have the entire path to yourself. As you approach the halfway mark, you run nearby the Olympic Stadium, which brings back so many memories and good memories for a lot of people. That's if you're not huffing and puffing at that stage. Uh, There's a pond on one side and a grassy hill on the other, as you approach the turnaround spot at roughly um, 2.9 k's. You then do a U-turn and you head back into that main path. There's a slight undulation, roughly 21 metres for the entire course of elevation gain. And the hardest bit, I reckon, is that final 200 metres where you actually can see the finish line (laughs) on the other side of the grass. (laughs) But what you do is you run on an internal path, a half loop, and that 200 metres feels like 600 metres. And you pretty much end up very close to the start point. Yeah, I can vouch for that finish. Uh, it did feel a little counterintuitive to run in the other direction. Yes. Um, yeah, <laughs> near that finish. But it's it's a great way to finish and it's nice to you know, have that atmosphere driving you on as, you, as you're coming around that final loop. Absolutely. Oh, look, and I like your point around bringing back memories. Yeah, absolutely. The, the stadium really is uh, a place of of so many different events and I look forward to the day when there's a Socceroos or Matildas game on and I can combine the two just to to make it a really highlight of a day but yeah what's the experience been for yourself and the team there since the launch you've now had I think five events is that right yep five today yep Uh, so far so good I've got lots of good help around me um, and I've found that with the effective use of safety cones, we try and run a lean volunteer roster. Mm. As I said before, it's a little bit tricky getting volunteers because for us at least, most people want to tick off that new event first, um, but we're still going okay. Yeah, oh, look, it's it's a fantastic atmosphere and um, I really did appreciate the support of the volunteers when I was there. Good to hear. Um, so, yeah, huge kudos to you all. Now... I did hold off earlier when you you did mention a couple of uh, a couple of events and a couple of your experiences so far, but would dearly love to hear. Are you able to share with us your top three park runs from your journeys over time? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, look, I'm not a huge fan of multiple lap courses, but I have to say the three lap course at Galston in Sydney's northwest was an absolute beauty. 
Um, you start from an elevated position in a big park, and even though only part of it are used for the actual parkrun course, it's a very uh, scenic park. Um, Wildflower, which is on Sydney's upper north shore, is an extremely lush, albeit a very tough course, <laughs> with a hill in the middle which makes the Sydney City to Surf Heartbreak Hill look like a speed hump. <laughs> And last but not least, there's one down near Wollongong. You may have heard of it, a very tough but extremely, extremely scenic course. I think it's called Shell Harbour. I'm not sure we've heard of that one on the pod. <laughs> um, it had everything, bitumen, grass, sand, and lots of elevation. So that was, that was a very scenic one as well. Yeah, look, uh, uh, there are some tough ones in there, and I, t- I take it that might be a uh, that might be a flavour that you enjoy. Uh, possibly, yes. And look, to be honest, all park run courses are nice in their own unique way. I'm not a huge fan of multiple lap courses, but sometimes you know the amount of space you've got to work with, it can't be helped. So you know, well done for those events that have got park runs with limited space. Very true. Oh, look, thank you. And uh, clearly with your support setting up Wentworth Common, uh, the home in Rhodes and, and a top three there, you're a great ambassador for Parkrun New South Wales and almost entirely Sydney. Oh, that's very kind of you. And it's almost like we're developing a little hub there, a little hub there around Rhodes, Parramatta and now Wentworth Common. It's a bit of a hotspot for parkrunners, yes. Um, I mean, if you look at a map of Sydney, some events are fairly well spaced out whereas others are quite close together. But that Parramatta Park Run, which is actually in Ermington or Rydalmere, or starts in Ermington, I think, and finishes in Rydalmere, or turns back there. Um, Rhodes, which starts at Concord West, and the turnaround point's actually at Rhodes. So it's a bit of a bit of a tricky one, that one. And Wentworth Common, very close to each other, but lots of high-rise apartments going up in Olympic Park. And it's just an absolute hotbed of park runners, so... Parramatta and Rhodes, the numbers have, you know, probably doubled in the last five years. Um, so there's definitely – I did have a few comments saying you're so close to Rhodes and Parramatta, but the area can support it because there's just so many park runners in that area. That's right, yeah. Look, it's clearly the place to be. Well done to yourself and, as I said, to the whole Wentworth Common team and community on a fantastic new park run and the support from your fellow park runners nearby as well. Um, I trust that you, you're having many of them dip across. Absolutely. But thank you, Erkan. It's been a pleasure to have you on the pod and we look forward to hearing more about Wentworth Common and your adventures when you do get back out there. Thanks for the invite, Ollie. And thanks very much, Erkan, for your time and the chat and hearing a little bit more about Wentworth Common Park Run. Yes. Well done, Ellie. It was nice to hear from Erkan and uh, get to know a little bit more about him. Hopefully we can, I can meet him in person sometime soon. Yeah, well, look, next time you do make it up for a longest run Sydney. I don't suppose that'll be this year, but you know, there, there's always that opportunity. And I think we've got to keep our eye on that part of Sydney because it really does seem like it's developing as a little bit of a hub there. Mm. There's some good spots for running. That's good. So some new events, Mel. Hopefully. We've also got mail, Ollie. You've got mail. We heard from Glenn Moore and he said, Hi, long time listener, first time emailer. How do we get new challenges added to the apps? My suggestion is 
we should have a new challenge called On Every Saturday, and the challenge is to complete all 32 events listed in the book of the same name. Love your work. And thank you, Glenn. Love your work too. That's a good suggestion, Glenn, and I think we did perhaps reference that back when we profiled the book, Ollie, and spoke to David and we potentially named it the Crookbook Challenge, didn't we? Yes, which people could miss the linkage, I suppose, if they're looking up their challenges, if we, if we were to get it included. Yeah, so my understanding is through the 5K app, the 5K mobile app, there is actually a, an ability to email the creators. And I think other people have done that in the past to suggest challenges. Uh, I'm not sure if if it's more of a global focus with the challenges and, and maybe the uh, the on every Saturday being more of an Australian-based thing, whether or not they would consider it. But you could definitely try, Glenn. I'll get onto the, the 5K app and look for that link to um, message the app directly. Yes. I think it would be a fantastic step to see us move in the direction of having a few more challenges across the globe. Because you, know, you could think of some similar challenges elsewhere, and once we can all you know, jump across the ditch and and travel further afield, it'd be nice to to be able to chase some of them. The uh, Chrome extension definitely has a few challenges that are UK mm. based that we obviously yes. haven't really got the ability to do, like the Ponty. Yes, the full Ponty, obviously, is. UK centric. Yes, yeah. So it wouldn't hurt for us to have a our own Aussie based type thing. That's right. Yeah. We do seem to create every week new challenges <laughs> though. <laughs> well, that's right. There's our quota for this week. We'll right. just ignore the fact that um uh, that we might have called it Crookbook before. We'll, we'll call it the new challenge for the week and, yeah, keep us posted. It's a good name for the challenge on every Saturday. Yeah, much more direct link. This week's group uh, challenge idea, tick. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, and thanks for your, your email, Glenn. Yeah, good to hear from you. Meanwhile, speaking of people we heard from at Dazz's this week, we were contemplating the weather with Dazz's saying, welcome to Dazz's. It's too hot for sausage rolls after park run in Australia at the moment. So come in where it's cool, grab a refreshment, maybe even some granola, and tell us about all your adventures. Hashtag don't forget your smile. And our most popular post this week, Ollie, with the most likes, was Nadine Crawford's post. Nadine said, I wasn't going to post this week, but then something happened. All-time PB after nearly seven years. That is phenomenal. Well done. Well done, Nadine. She is in amazing shape, looking fabulous and running really well. Yes. We also heard from Ingrid Botha, absolutely flying with the tailwind today at Dolls Point, and I even had a moment where I thought, I'm actually enjoying this run. I even managed to hold on to that feeling after the turnaround when the tailwind became a headwind. I would never have moments like this without the parkrun community. Well said. I think it uh, it gives a lot of motivation, especially when that headwind turns. And I have felt the Dolls Point headwind. <laughs> That's something to write home about, uh, believe me. But we're starting on a high there with uh, our first two girls who were feeling all the all the love and running really well. Speaking of uh, on a high, Richard. Hey, Dazza. Firstly, just need to clear up some a miscommunication from pod number 271. Today is my 100th run. 
not my single ton. Having moved late last year, that milestone has to restart. Sorry for the confusion, guys. Anyway, off to San Remo Park Run to get my black shirt. And on the central coast of New South Wales, it's only 20 degrees. Happy Park Run Day, everyone. So uh, big congratulations, Richard. Thanks for clearing it up and uh, well done on the 100th. Yes, thanks, Richard. I actually did realise that after we recorded the pod last week when I was going back through some of the some of the notes and I clicked on Richard's um, park run profile and realised he was sitting on 99 runs and went, oops, <laughs> <laughs> never mind. It's all cleared up now and that's what matters. And Richard also did reference the temperature. <laughs> Our weather pondering was slightly off track in some parts. It was a, it was a rather chilly Saturday morning actually, but still a good park run morning all the same. Over in New Zealand though, Tanya Bailey shared with us, Pegasus Park Run has a challenge going at the moment. Five kilometres every day of February, and so far I have managed it. Easy when you have a large dog to exercise. Looking forward to when we can do some touring. A visit to Sydney and Melbourne is hopefully in the horizon. Earl Grey tea and savoury scone for me this morning. Good to hear from Tanya. I've got a feeling if it's Sydney versus Melbourne that Sydney might uh, be... On the winning side of that competition being that that maybe, well, not maybe, that is the location of Beck. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that, that might be a, a strong factor in there. But, hey, yeah, maybe there's some, some Bailey shot tourism around Australia that could happen. They could all just meet in Melbourne. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. And we heard from Helen Rutter. For my 50th birthday weekend away, hubby gave me my very own park run. He also arranged for a friend who lives in the area to meet us, which was so lovely and all a complete surprise. We went to a cafe called Toast where they all had full English and I had scrambled eggs on toast and a big pot of tea. And welcome as a first-timer poster to Deserts. Welcome, Helen. And Helen shared the photo there in front of the crowd at St Helen's Park Run. I like that. That's a, that's a lovely gesture. And happy birthday. Yes. On top of all that. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I'd be quite happy with a parkrun tourism trip for my birthday. So her hubby did well. Very nice touch. Speaking of parkrun tourism, Mel, Natalie McMullen. The more planning I put into adventuring, the less likely it is to eventuate this year. Left home at 5.30am for a planned visit to North Sydney Parkrun and a day of city adventures only for the brake cable to snap on the pram, locking the rear wheels when we arrived at the station. So drove home, swapped prams, then detoured to St Peter's. This meant my three-year-old still got his promised trip to the Harbour Bridge and a ride on a ferry after park run. St Peter's is a lovely course, but the hill on the first loop is brutal, especially with a pram. I can concur with that. I have done St Peter's, so well done, Natalie. And sorry that your adventure started out on such a difficult footing, but uh, well done on uh, managing to get to St Peter's. Yes, good recovery, good switch. Now, Ollie, this next one was also a tourist, we think, (laughs) and also a first-time poster, uh, we think. So we heard from Steve's bike. Steve Spike said, Hi Dazza, my 170th park run today at a mysterious flattish location in Victoria. A great run with some friends. A chocolate milkshake to aid the recovery, please. Cheers, Anonymous. Mm. We've got a mystery on our hands, Ollie. 
a real mystery. We've both spent a considerable amount of time (laughs) trying to solve this mystery. That's right. I mean, not only is it the first time we have, in fact, had a bicycle posting at Dazza's (laughs) and joining us for a chocolate milkshake, but we don't know who the bicycle is to come clean. Yeah, well, we've and it's irking us. <laughs> we, we've got an idea, but uh, the the likely candidate doesn't line up with 170 park runs, which is mm. what's causing us some angst. I did have a look at the consolid at the consolidated club report for the Victorian park runs, as Steve Spike alluded, he was in Victoria. There were no Steves on the consolidated park run report, so. Steve Spike, you've got some homework <laughs> this week and mm. please keep the clues coming. Mm, yes, I'm intrigued. Let us figure it out and let's appeal to the parkrun community. Do you know Steve Spike? That's right. Our collective wisdom could work this out. <laughs> we also heard from Irene Bomacanti. This one, Ollie, comes under the Adventurers Catch-Up banner. North Sydney parkrun and brunch at Ven Cafe after. Ice latte and poached eggs with Avo. Yum. Lots of us from Melbourne and Tim from ACT. Also joined by the Wagyu Bridge celebrity, the troll. And a lovely group of photos posted by both Irene and Path, I believe, are showing some delicious brunch shots with the special guest. Yeah, I am very hungry after that. Uh, So (laughs) thanks, guys. It looked like a nice catch-up. I mean, the troll is great company. Troll draws a crowd. Troll certainly does. So, more adventures for the Wagyu Bridge Troll. I wonder where Troll is going next. Mm. Mm. For anyone that hasn't checked it out, by the way, look up on Instagram, Wagyu Bridge Troll, and follow the adventures. There are some, some great shots popping up there. Meanwhile, Mel, we heard from Pippa over in the UK. Pippa did share. Oh, Dazza, after my COVID says no weekend, I was really worried I wouldn't get out today. Managed two early release negative tests, so went to King George V playing fields. Amazingly friendly team. Really, really lovely. The best morning. But my park run was very cold, so please can I have a sneaky hot chocolate. Thank you. And Pippa did also share a photo of her in her green tutu. In fact, in green and gold, which I particularly liked, and added, with my smile on, my tutu, because it's 22-2, and my personal challenge to do parkrun in a 2-2 every opportunity this year, guest appearance by Betty the dog. Wow. And I should have mentioned Betty was indeed in the photo as well. So well done, Pippa and Betty. Keep up the good work. I hope it warms up for you, though. That wasn't all in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Yes, well done, Pippa, and well done, Ollie, <laughs> for your research. <laughs> and indeed, also checking in at Dazza's, um, on the on the volunteer side of things, Lee Caparetta, guided Jack, who's visiting from Melbourne at St. Peter's with Shauna and Sally. Bianca joined us for the last kilometre after doing Willoughby first, such an athlete. Headed to the local coffee shop for a green juice and mocha, don't judge me, no milestones, but getting closer to becoming Ray Ferrers. And Lee shared a photo with a few of the team there in front of the stacks at St. Peter's and a flag in the Achilles shirt with a couple of volleys there too. Good work, everyone. Ah, so Lee was there with Helen. 
No, was it Helen at St. Peter's? No, it was uh, Natalie. Natalie, yes. That's right. Oh, very good. Oh, thank you, everybody, for joining. And once again, our abridged version of Dazzers. Mm. Let's draw the winner of the Obie. Ollie, have you got the envelope? Oh, hang on. Let me just grab it from our intern once again. Just a moment. Okay, now I do. Sorry. Apologies for the delay there. I will open the envelope. And the winner of the Obi is... Natalie. And congratulations, Natalie, for, I think as we said before, that quick pivot from one planned adventure to another. And I know it's a skill the adventurers often have, but in mastering those circumstances, turning it into a good day, that deserves an OB. 100%. I agree. We have to think on our toes when we're adventuring because it doesn't always go to plan. And congratulations, Natalie. And thanks for coming to Dazzers. And look, I've just made the connection as well. Sorry, you missed the troll because oh. you would have been at North Sydney. So, um, but yeah, at least yeah. you were at St. Peter's where Lee was. We can't have everything. But Mel, what we can have is we can have roving reports and we have a couple of roving reports to listen to. So let's throw to them and our informant. G'day Parkrun Adventurers, this is PK tuning in for another roving report from the awesome Mawson Lakes. Mawson Lakes Parkrun, out in the city of Salisbury, I'm here at the finish line, just come over and it is a Z course uh, and so very popular for the Zoolanders, so all the Zoolanders absolutely love this course. Anyway, it goes past um, lots of beautiful uh, wildlife, lake life, etc. and um, I'm going to go and chat to some legends who've come, I don't know, um, I'll get them to introduce themselves. Uh, g'day, uh, what's your name and uh, what um, do you do? My name's Darren. Um, I'm a singer in a band. You are too, exactly. I was going to get to that. That's awesome. I'm glad you dived straight in. That's beautiful, man. Darren and Rachel. Rachel. Sorry, Rachel. Hello. Hello. Um, uh, Darren, I usually see out at uh, Lock Hill. What brings you to Mawson Lakes, mate? Uh, just a change of scenery today. Um, we, we do try and switch it up a little bit. We've been to a few different parklands, so uh, this is always a nice one when the weather's good. A little bit windy today. So it made it a, a tough one, but yeah, it's been a good day. Yeah, as I was saying, definitely the headwind, uh, you know, that, that's what, um, you know, um, meant that we couldn't get a, a, a PB today, clearly. Mm. <laughs> I think I might have done. I might have got a, a, a this year's best so far. So. Well, mate, you, were, you whipped past me. Well done. Um, what is your favourite parkrun course to do? Well, that's difficult. So I've, we've run in Brisbane. We've done Sydney. I've run Sydney, uh, Kangaroo Island. Wow. So, yeah, we've been around a little bit. So I don't know what my favourite is. I have to think about that. No, it's a hard one, isn't it? It depends on whether it's, like, flat or whether it's the people or whether it's the coffee, which I know you're um, dying to get. Yeah, indeed. How many parkruns have you done, Rachel? 170-something uh, or other. Nice. And Lock Hill is your local usually? Yeah, it is. Yeah. My favourite one as well. Yeah, it is a beautiful course, isn't it? Fantastic. And yes, mate, we've got to cover off the fact that you're in a band. Tell us yes. about the band. Uh, it's been a band called Noasis, which is an Oasis tribute band, established in 1996. Awesome. And then uh, migrated to uh, Australia in the set up here. So. so good. And not only that, your son's in it. He is, yeah. That's, yeah. We've got we've got two father and sons in the band now, which is no crazy, way. isn't it? That's yeah. brilliant. Are any of them parkrunners? 
Uh, no. Oh well, no. no. Well, that, that's that's the next thing. Jimmers. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you. Yeah, like look look out for no Oasis. They're playing, you know, in a in a venue near you soon. I don't know. You're playing in Victoria this yeah, next week. We are in St Kilda Saturday, uh, Friday. Awesome. Geelong uh, Saturday, and then um, yeah, we've got a fringe show on the fifth of March at the Ockerbar. Yes, look at that. <laughs> Love it. Well done, legends. Thank you so much for coming out. Thank you. Good on you. Thanks, guys. How about that? Some park runners and also in a band as well. I love it. Who else can I come and find at this lovely course? Uh, I might come and bug my mates. Hello, Dan. Good morning, PK. How, How are you, mate? How was park run for you? Oh, lovely. First time at Awesome Lakes for me. Yeah, good on you. Go, Sam! We're, yeah, we're just yelling across the lake. Yep, yep, there's the wave. Beautiful. I love it. I love the fact that at the at the finish course, you can actually admire people still doing the course. What are your thoughts on the, on the course, Adrian? I loved it. I loved it. It's nice and flat, easy, beautiful water view all the way around. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be back. How good is that? I know. Beautiful. And uh, Penn, uh, memories? I liked it. There were slight undulating hills, which was very nice. And I did like the little shortcut on the way back. So I was out on the course and I saw this awesome park runner go past in a park run top and then I happened to see her corner elbow, um, elbow, shoulder and oh my gosh, it is a park run tattoo. Hello, Kerry. Hi, how, how are you are going? You? Congrats um, on the, tell us about the park run tattoo. Thank you. Well, um, I started park run about six years ago and um, it changed my life. Park awesome. run absolutely changed my life. I have um, a little group that we all go running on runcations away together. On runcation. Met, yep, met Great through. word. <laughs> Met through Park Run, and um, so I figured that if I was going get to get a tattoo, it had to mean something, really mean something to me. And Park Run, I said, changed my life. So Brilliant. I thought, I'll get a Park Run tattoo, and it's got my little runner's ink on it, which is my little group. The I four love of us. it. Yeah, and, so, I know, and you've got it on your Park Run top as well. Yes, and That's we've actually got super. it on our Park Run. I'm not wearing it, but our Park Run hat, we had it. I'm screen printed. So, Absolute yeah. legends. So, um, this is your local park run? No, no, our local is Torrens, actually. Right. But one of our, one of my little group lives yeah. locally, so this awesome. is local. So we tourist a bit. Yeah. And so, and, uh, so how many park runs have you done? Uh, two hundred and thirty-nine. Oh, coming up so to far. the two fifty. Yes, Where are you going to do your two fifty? Do you reckon? Torrens. Yep. We all go, always go home for, yeah, of for milestones. Yeah, so. well done, mate. But we tourist. We've, we've done lots of things. We. We do runcations, like I said, we go away and we do, like we did Clare Running Festival and we do Clare Park Run. Awesome. So that sort of thing. So, Yay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for stopping. I know you're um, desperate for your Park Run coffee, but I just want to say <laughs> I love the tat. Congrats. And good work, Mari, coming out on your first Park Run. Woo! Yes, Mari. Thank you. <laughs> good on your legends. Thank, thank you, you so much. You. See ya. I'm now here at the finish line with the very busy Kelly, who's the RD today. G'day, Kelly. G'day. How are you guys? Good, mate. And g'day, Justin. G'day. Yep, Kelly's here this week. Indeed. Yes, so Justin and Kelly are the co-EDs, I believe, of this awesome course. And I've seen them here many a time. Well, I think, I don't know if this is my third. I've definitely came here for the Zoolander takeover um, for the Z course. But um, congrats. How's it all going? Fantastic. Yeah. Nearly four, five years in. Five years in, mate. Yeah, Yeah, right. Will you have a fifth birthday? Some degree. Certainly will. Awesome. COVID sort of put a stop to our, uh, I think, third, our third and fourth. We did that virtually. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're looking forward to a big five. Love your course, mate. It absolutely is. Here we go. Here comes some tokens. Look at that. Kel's working whilst we yep. whilst we chat, which is good. Um, the actual uh, course itself is deceiving because it's. Not, I love how flat it is, but then you know you got. You know what I absolutely love the corners, but I absolutely 15 love fifteen corners. Fifteen corners, and, and they're all virtually all. 90 yeah. degrees. Yeah, but also sign marked. I love that. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Did the council yeah. do that for you? No, we, we did that. Uh, we asked the council if we could put some arrows on the corners just to save us coming out in the early hours of the morning putting flag uh, yeah. arrows out arrows. ourselves. Uh, yeah. We used to knock them in in the early days, but um, 
and that means people can do it during the week as well. That is so good, yeah. And when people um, want to come and do, you know, it themselves, makes um, it a lot easier for us. Yeah, and the fa- and it's so simple. It's got the and it's good branding. It's got the Park Run, bra- uh, you know, brand yeah. on there and the arrow. Um, Kel, you mentioned a movie um, that you're in or you're going to be in. Let's, let's give it a plug. Yeah, that's Heisen, Heisen 105. Yeah, nice. Uh, finish the Heisen 105, which is actually about 115. Wow. It's about 115 k's, but kept the wow. old name, which Kelly completed. Last year, awesome. So that's in editing now, is it, or is it's it? It's in editing, yeah. So yeah. we'll come to the big screen early, hopefully, yeah, before the middle of the year. Awesome. Yeah. Well, there's been a few um, running running movies that are really taking off. I can, you know, I can see that, you know, doing well. Yeah, but yeah. none with none with uh, our not, not, none with the awesome star Kelly, right? You know, you heard it here first. So, like, you know, when you go and see the movie, um, you can go. Oh, that's Kelly, who I heard on the Park Run podcast, or that I met at Mawson Lakes. Good on you, Legends. I'll let you get back to it. Thank you so much for, right. for you. what you've created for the community. Thanks for coming back yeah, out. Yeah, we Good appreciate you being here. Thank Good you. on you. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. All righty, that is it. Me signing off for another uh, Adventures podcast roving report. It is beautiful out here. Mawson Lakes. Come check it out. It's a gorgeous course. Get your M. Uh, and get your Z. It's not. In, I know it's not technically a Z, but it is a Z course. So yeah, come and do a Z course. Alrighty, cheers. Thanks, legends. Howdy, park runners. Talk reporting in for the Channel Five News crew. Today we've ventured west, and for Mel, that's um, if you turn around at your place and head towards South Australia, that's west. We've headed west, and we've gone to a new park run on the circuit, Lewis Park Reserve Park Run, in Melbourne's outer. Eastern Suburbs. And I'm here with Megan, who's the event director. How are you, Megan? I am great, thank you. Another fantastic event today. Yeah, big numbers today, and weather was fantastic for our third event. So, Megan, this is running on a lot of the same course as what Fair Park used to run. What was the reason for the change in starting location? Yeah, yeah, no, it is pretty much the same course, but we've added a little bit on at the end. But uh, the reason for our change is that... Um, there's major project works going on at Fair Park Reserve. They're building a new sports pavilion there. So council approached us and asked us if we could relocate our start-finish, which kept me up for a few nights, but that's OK. We, we got there, we got there, and um, we've now relocated to Lewis Park Reserve, which is two k's down the road from where we were previously at Fair Park Reserve. OK, so give us a little bit of a rundown on your, your course, Megan. Uh, It's not quite a loop. Um, We start at Lewis Park Reserve and we head back towards where Fair Park Reserve was and we continue to do a U-turn at the bridge there. Uh, Then we come back and continue along the same path as previous going past Knox Shopping Centre. But instead of messing with people's heads, making them do another U-turn and come back, we've got them continuing along the course now and finishing at the Oval at Lewis Park Reserve. I actually like the loop finish format at the end compared to the old course. I enjoyed the old course, but I like the finish on the new one because it's a um, fairly bright sunny day today, blue skies, and you've got a lot of gum tree, a lot of shade on the tail end of the course when it's starting yeah. to warm up. Yeah, we're very lucky. We are quite protected with the trees along our course, and we've got our little inclines out of the way early now. So once we're back past halfway, it's a nice flat course and people can get their, their rhythm happening and and uh, finish on a nice flat finish. Yeah, no, it's a beautiful little course, and uh, well done, and, uh, yeah, enjoy your park run. Thank you. We love seeing people down here and um, hope to see more. Howdy, park runners. Talk back again, and I'm with Tracy. 
Tracy was our marvellous run director today. Tracy, a beautiful day at Lewis Park. Yeah, we had a great day, beautiful sunny day. Uh, it's supposed to be a top of 27, so we had a really nice sunny morning. Yeah, so it was a great day, really good. But, uh, how many numbers did you have today, Tracy? It looked like a reasonable crew. Yeah, so it looked like we had our biggest park run today, which was about 135 runners. So, okay, yeah, it was excellent. Really Everyone was spread out along the uh, track really yeah, well. It was yeah. actually uh, quite a nice vibe out along the track. There was oh, a lot good, of people yeah. sort of. Uh, the out and back format, a lot of people sort of you know, giving each other a bit of a G up and that oh, as they went good. along. Yeah, so that's what Park Run's all about. So, yeah, we love that. Yeah, no, it was really good to see. And um, since the move, 135 is about the biggest, is it? Yeah, I'm pretty up? sure that's our biggest Park Run. So we're really excited about that and really um, happy to see the numbers and a few more people attending. So, yeah, yeah yep. And just, just for people that may think about coming along to Lewis Park, a couple of things, some of the facilities you've got here, um, it's really nice to have like toilets so close to the start line. Yeah, so we've got um, uh, bathrooms close to the start line. Our local Bunnings in Vermont South have been um, kind enough to donate a marquee for us and a table and some equipment. So um, we've got shade if it's a really hot yeah. morning. So yeah, we're really lucky and it's a really lovely outlook, nice, you know, trees and stuff like that. So and you've got any amount of parking here as well. As, yeah, so um, we've got sort of ample parking. Um, we ask people to park on the adjacent road, but, um, yeah, we've certainly got parking around the Oval as well. So, And of... um, about 200 metres to a big shopping centre. So Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can have breakfast and shop afterwards. <laughs> Plenty of things going on. No, yeah. look, it's been a sensational day down here. I've really enjoyed it. Fantastic. And, uh, Thank you for coming. Lots of chatty people out and around, which is really good to see people hanging around the start. Yeah. Finish line, having Finish a bit line, of a chat yeah, afterwards. they all have a chat, so but, it's um, good. Well done. It's a great new event and um, time for, for coffee. Thank you for coming. Beautiful. Thanks for coming. This is The Informant, coming to you live from Level 2 with a view. The view this week is... Well, we can't talk about that. I got a bit of a dressing down from Oliver and Co. last week, so this week we're all about business, being professional and boring stats. So strap yourself in. Last week in the Junior Parkrun world, there were five events. 295 juniors participated, and there were 45 first-timers. 44 got a PB. Avalon Bird, Brian BJ Bates, Georgia Roska, Hugo Torpy, Lavinia Buchan, Matilda Collins... Roy Maguire, Vincent O'Neill and Xavier Webley all scored their half-marathon wristband for 11 runs. Abigail Jackson, Harrison Stimson, Summer Jenkins, Tamara Leonage and Xavier Flace scored marathon wristbands for 21 runs. Joshua Layton scored an ultra wristband for 50 runs and Alexander Loganov became the second Aussie Parky to score a 100 wristband. Awesome work, Alexander. On to the 5k events. There were 410 runs held down under, which is up 5 on last week. 400 of these were in Australia and 10 in New Zealand. This was out of 1,689 worldwide. Aussie New Zealand attendance is up 800 to 41,361. 202,000 ran worldwide, down 7,000. There were 7 launches. Cyril Curtin Reserve in Victoria... Henry Kendall Reserve, New South Wales, Jamestown Golf Course in South Australia, and another four in the United Kingdom. Down under, we had 4,858 PBs, 
while 2,064 people participated for the first time. 90 juniors reached their junior 10 milestone, 156 people reached their 50 milestone, 124 reached their 100 milestone, and 28 people reached their 250 milestone. 22 people called bingo. Brianna McAvaney was quickest with 164 runs, while Kevin Murray was slowest on 348 runs. There were 10 new statespeople. Ella Robinson, Dominic Ferguson, Jennifer Shanahan and Mark Porter completed the ACT. Barbara Grady, Isabel Flanagan, Rodney Foster completed the Northern Territory, while Celeste and Brendan Whiteley became Tasmanians. In the top 20 most Aussie New Zealand events list, Aaron Hardy moves up one to be equal eighth with Jim Woodruff on 177 different park runs. The biggest mover overall was Tanya Ritchie who moved 11 places up the rankings to 227 after running her 82nd different park run. 246 people lifted their Windex this week. The biggest mover was Karen Baraglia. Karen jumps from 35 all the way up to 49, up 14. I'm adding a new segment to the stat show. How's that for professional? I'm calling it Adventurer Clubs where we'll celebrate new members of the Peel Club, Cow Club and Frame Club. Before we get into it, here's a quiz for you. How many Aussie or New Zealand parkies have completed 100 different park run events to get their Cow Club membership? The answer is online somewhere, but no cheating. Just have an honest guess. This week, six people ran their 100th event for the Cow Club. Stephen Trott, Neil Amos, Fiona Davis, Adelina Trott, Wendy Glenn and Narelle McInnes. There were no Frame or Peel Clubbers, but there are a bunch of half cows and half brains. You can check them out on the spreadsheet. That's the one you can download from theinformant.me. That's www.theinformant, or one word, .me. Or search for The Informant on Facebook. This has been The Informant, and my spreadsheet is even bigger than before. And it was good to have a couple of roving reports again this week. Ollie, we heard, uh, thank you to PK from Mawson Lakes speaking with Darren and Rachel from Lockheel. And Darren, uh, the singer from Noasis, the Oasis tribute band, Ollie. So we've still got the musical theme happening from last week. Well, that's right, and I love that. I'm jealous of you Victorians right now hearing that they're going to be touring over there. I would love to go to an Oasis. It's hard to say when you know that their name is Noasis, an Oasis (laughs) tribute band show. Yeah, and talk over at Lewis Park Reserve, getting the lowdown from Ed Megan and RD Tracy on the the change. So that's been a bit of news that's happened in Victoria recently. One of our existing park runs, which is which was Fair Park Reserve, has had a change and is up and running with a new name. Currently, Lewis Park Reserve as talk and. Ed Megan alluded to in the roving report. So yeah, all in all, they had a good day. They're getting some good numbers out there and yeah. good weather, bringing the sunshine. But Ollie, our informants, <laughs> don't we love them? They're not towing the line. Ah, uh, well, I think we need a team meeting. Like, can we schedule that? Well, it, it, look, if if they're available, oh, I suppose that's the problem. Yeah, <sighs> so we never know what they're doing. They don't. They don't get their notes in on time for the recording (laughs) there's just no control Uh, look we'll have a soft discussion over a coffee or something mel something something gentle you're too nice ollie 
I don't know that Softly Softly is going to work with those two. I don't know. They're very receptive people. <laughs> all right. We'll go with your option first. And if not, then I'm towing the hard line. Yeah, it's all about the impression, Mel. Tough love, Ollie. It's tough love. Tough love. Yeah, look, I, I'll admit, you might be right in this case, but at least I get a coffee out of it and I'm, I'm a bit worried about my coffee intake, so <laughs> <laughs> I need to step it up. But thank you to our informant, informants, whoever showed up. Now... Do you want to know about the Adventurers Club this week? I do. Good. Well, we are up another six on the previous week. Ollie, we're up to 111. Ah, Mel, we're halfway there. We are. Oh, yes. Oh, we're halfway there. <laughs> that's not Oasis. That's Bon Jovi. That's right. Hmm. We mm. need a Bon Jovi tribute band. Wait, that would be good. Or the real thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and what we're referring to is the 210 members required to make the biggest clubs list in Australia. Our goal for the year. That's right. Can you help us, adventurers? <laughs> in any case, we had seven events this week on our consolidated club report, Ollie, in the UK. We had St Helens, Southport, Delamere, um, Cassioberry. believe so. Is that how you say it? I believe so. Tooting Common, King George V Playing Field, Cheltenham and Broadwater. There was also one in New Zealand, Greytown Woodside Trail, one in South Africa again, Ebotsi, and one in Germany, Hassenhide. And who did we have there, Ollie? Christine Imbert was over there and she did check in at Dazza's as well there. So, yeah, some great tourism there. I think a bit of a tourist adventure for Christine. I saw she was with some fellow tourists uh, adventuring over to Germany and that was nice to see that that occurred, a bit more inter-country tourism. Is that, is that the right? Mm. Yeah, international. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's go with that. Yes. Yeah, so um, that is the wrap-up from the Adventurers Club this week. So there you go. And I guess it's time to look forward at what's coming very soon, Mel. Mm-hmm. Oh, hang on. Hang on, yeah, hang on, okay. hang on. Oop. My bad. Can we can we wind back, Ollie? Yes. Did we mention when we read Daz's posts and we referred to Steve's bite, did we mention that he didn't appear on the Consolidated Club report? I'm not sure. I, I, th- I think there was a mention. Um, there was, of course... Perhaps not the in-depth discussion as to whether a bike can actually belong to the Adventurers Club, but at this point we'll take everyone. Um, intent. But the mystery person, the anonymous, mm. whoever you are, I guess if he's anonymous, he doesn't want to join the club and risk outing himself. Mm, true. But that poses a problem for Palm. <laughs> do you like that segue? I did like that segue. Do you want to, do you want to explain why? What our idea is? Not wanting to stir up too many uh, wounds for everyone. Yes, we do. But <laughs> gently, gently, we, <laughs> we we have been talking and clearly the, the, no, this is a few too many parallels here, but nonetheless, uh, <laughs> Adventurers Club. We, we may seek proof of Adventurers Club membership. Status. Mm. Mm. For? Entry to Palm. Ha-ha. <laughs> How's that for motivation, guys? <laughs> there may be a bouncer at the door <laughs> yeah. who's going to check off when you check in. 
your Adventurers Club status. That's right. And, hey, look, uh, I think in the spirit of what we've all, I was going to say, enjoyed, endured, uh, experienced over the last 12 to 24 months, we haven't quite worked out the technology of it yet. We're not quite (laughs) sure how to police it, but we can put a bouncer there. You can do it, Ollie. You can do it. (laughs) I know I've got faith in you. Thank you, Mel. But hopefully a bit of motivation. I'll be sure that there are many of our adventurers coming out to join us at Palm, but let's let's boost those numbers and let's see if we can we can get the biggest frond we can possibly get at Bella Reef Park Run on the 5th of March in the Consolidated Club Report. We will go to any lengths. Yes. <laughs> mm. But that's not the only exciting news we've got to announce, Ollie. We are going to also announce at the Palm Recording... We've got a dress code. Mm. This is the first time we've had a dress code for the palm recording. Look, often there's been an unofficial dress code of an ugly Christmas singlet. Yeah, but that's kind of a smelly leftover from the morning's run dress code. That's right. So we're talking about that that quick change, uh, which I'm a fan of. This is a freshen up, change yes. of clothes for the mm. recording dress code. Yes. So we're not going to tell you why because – That's part of the mystery that we're creating. But the dress code for the recording is to wear purple. Mm -hmm. Now, ideally, it would be your purple V25 volunteer T-shirt. But if you don't have one, it doesn't matter. Any kind of purple will do. Just come dressed in purple. And and look, it's just occurred to me you could also have a 25 Parkrun Milestone purple shirt now as well. I don't know if you'd be able to order one in time for Palm. No, I don't think so. Yeah. No. Although they're pretty quick with postage from the UK, but I wouldn't be risking. So there you have it. (laughs) You've got a costume (laughs) to prepare for on the Saturday night. Now you've got a dress code for Saturday morning too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that one's really easy. Yes. So I hope you're taking notes because you've got to join the Adventurers Club if you haven't already. You've got to prepare your costume and you've got to bring purple. Simples. And a tutu, but that's irrelevant just because it's 2022. Yes, that's true. And side note, Sunday's activity, still a mystery. Correct. Uh, We will announce that in due course. Yeah, we don't even know what it is. That's how much of a mystery. (laughs) (laughs) Have faith. Planning's advanced. Yes. (laughs) Let's go with that. But what we will point out for those of you that have not noticed, there are events. So for our listeners that are on Facebook, uh, there are events now through the Parkrun Adventurers Listener Meetup page that you can find for each occasion each activity that's happening Uh, so please 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 jump on there and indicate if you are going we certainly understand if plans change but based on the most current information that will help particularly for some of the venue events non-parkrun venue events to help confirm and book numbers for our wonderful party planner and for those of you that are not on facebook best send us an email if that's okay. Oh, yes, I've just realised. And don't worry, E-Man, we will make a plus three for all the (laughs) events. So we're very excited. We can't wait. And if anyone's still teetering on the edge, just do it. Just do it. It's getting closer. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's very close. So as we get closer, we will keep everyone, I guess, uh, in the loop of when the pod's coming out as we get a bit closer and we start to um, spread ourselves thinly across different states. But Mel, uh, I can almost feel it. Yeah, it's getting scary. (laughs) 
<laughs> a little bit scary. Uh, oh, there's a lot of anticipation. I'm excited. Um, there's so much I feel like we have to prepare, but uh, I'm sure it'll all just fall into place. And, of course, we've got our absolutely wonderful party planner, Toc, working really hard behind the scenes. Thank you, Toc. Thank you for all your help. We mm. really do appreciate mm. it. And uh, we might get him on next week. What do you reckon, Ollie? Bit of a warm-up. He does a yeah, good job with that. He can come in and give us a bit of a debrief and uh, surprise talk. <laughs> but I think with that look forward, Mel, we probably better leave it there. Mm-hmm. So as always, everyone, you can contact us via Facebook or if you're not on Facebook or prefer other means on our email, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. But that's it for another week and we will see you all next week for more adventures. special for me because I got my milestone wristband and at the end of Junior Park Run I got to to do the conga line dance with my friend Eva. Bye everybody, stay safe.